Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Omar, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here at the Grid Daily Startup Show. We sure do appreciate it. Omar, we'd love to talk about the world of startup, the good, the bad, the gritty. So I'm curious to learn what your experience has been uh, within the world of startup. But before we get into all that, let's back up a little bit. Let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory. Sure. Uh, so I'm a uh, an attorney. Uh, I have a, a law firm that I founded, the Omar Ochoa Law Firm. Uh, I practiced uh, kind of with the big city law firm for several years. I'm originally from South Texas. Always wanted to come back home and and uh, uh, start a business down here. I finally did about five years ago. Uh, started the Omar Ochoa Law Firm with myself as the sole employee. <laughs> And over time, we've added uh, more employees. We've added, uh, you know, more cases and clients. Uh, and today, we've got uh, close to 15 employees, uh, and we've had handled, you know, over a thousand cases in the time that we've been open already. And, and what kind of law do you guys focus on? Yeah, we are a civil litigation firm, so we'll do, you know, civil litigation of all types. Uh, if you have problems with your insurance company, we can. Uh, dispute on your behalf to get you uh, the compensation that you deserve on your policy. We do personal injury cases. Uh, we do breaches of contract. We've got some uh, really interesting medical fraud cases. So it runs the gamut, basically anything kind of civil little civil liability side. Okay, great. I mean, those are obviously uh, much needed in the world, uh, especially in the world of business uh, as well too. What, what, and, and when did the firm launch? When did you guys start, you said? Yeah, we started uh, January 2nd of 2018. So we're coming up on our five-year anniversary. Well, congrats on that. How are things been going? You said you, you know, 15 team members is uh, is definitely quite the accomplishment. Yeah, no, um, we, we've been growing uh, uh, pretty steadily over the years. Um, you know, we've got a, a, a good team in place. Uh, as I mentioned, we've, we've done over a thousand cases handling all different types of matters. Uh, so we're, we're a busy firm. I was reading earlier an article over on Forbes uh, uh, about um, that your rep had included uh, as far as some background information here for for the interview. Uh, but the but the interview the uh, the article talks about how firing people on Zoom can create another crisis. Uh, let, let let's talk about that. Did did you write that article or did you just contribute to it? Oh yeah, no, I uh, I contributed to it. I did I didn't write it myself. Um, but the you know the 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 question came up. Uh, and these Zoom firings continue to happen. Uh, I think you know Elon Musk did that pretty recently uh, with the with the Twitter employees. Uh, and my my contribution to that was just to point out that that can be fraught with legal issues, um, especially if you have a company that is in multiple locations or you have employees in multiple locations, remote employees in different states. All kinds of um, um, employment laws are going to apply to terminations. And so if you give everybody the same message, you may be missing some of the nuances that are required. So Zoom, Zoom uh, mass terminations um, can be a bad idea for a variety of legal reasons. I mean, not not to mention just public humiliation. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not a PR expert, so I won't go to dive into that. But I think, yeah, it does not look good uh, for a CEO to fire hundreds or thousands of people 
uh, remotely. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. So what are some of the best you know, legal tips that you're not legal advice, but legal mm -hmm. tips that you could you could provide for entrepreneurs and, and, and businesses within the world of of the startup world? Um, now a lot more happening in the world of Web3. I know that's becoming more the IP laws being defined now and lines are being drawn as to, you know, what you can and can't do in this new frontier of, of the internet. But, you know, off the top of your head or what are maybe some general tips that, that you give entrepreneurs and business owners that they really need to make sure they got their arms wrapped around when it comes to making sure their legal needs are met? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is a topic I love to talk about. I, having gone through it myself, uh, when I took the, the plunge from a big law firm to starting my own, uh, and then having helped a couple of people um, do the same thing, um, what the, the first piece of advice I give to, to budding entrepreneurs is buckle up, because <laughs> it's yeah. a bumpy ride, especially at the very beginning. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, of hope and uh, uh, joy in the sense of working for yourself, being your own boss. But there's a lot of responsibility that comes along with it too. Uh, there's, there's different laws that apply depending on the industry that you're in. I mean, anything from you know, safety requirements in construction to food handling and restaurants to you know, the amount of time you have to allow employees to have breaks. So all of these little details are things that you should not necessarily be aware of at the outset, but get up to speed as quick as possible um, with a little bit of research on your end uh, and advice from professionals. Yeah, absolutely. Those are uh, those, those are all great tips and that everyone needs to know. And I don't think that the business owners, especially the newer ones, think uh, and make sure they've got all those all of those ducks in a row when it comes to, mm -hmm. to legal needs. So thanks for, for sharing that. So when it comes to the world of startup, you guys are, you know, firm, you've been around for about five years now, you know, it was initially a startup though, when you first started um, in the very, very beginning, what would you say the best part of the startup process was? Yeah. I mean, the, the best part is implementing your vision. You know, usually if you're starting your own business, it's because, you know, maybe you didn't like the way that your employer was doing it. Maybe you saw a better way to provide the service or the product uh, that's important to you and, and you find important to other people. Being able to, you know, create a system and a structure from the ground up is incredibly rewarding. Um, you can help the people you want to help. Uh, you can employ the people you want to employ. Uh, you can institute the business practices that make sense to you. Uh, so I think, you know, creating that vision and implementing it has been the most exciting part. Yeah, absolutely. What do you say? What would you say the worst part of the process was? <laughs> All the details, right? So uh, there's a very romantic view of starting a business. I'm going to go work for myself. I'm going to do what I love. But just like anything else, right, there's a lot of details that can bog you down. Uh, and so learning everything from what type of legal entity to start out with, an LLC, a corporation or something else, uh, registering your business name, getting a federal tax ID, right? There's a lot of different details that come up along the way. Some you anticipate and some you don't. Uh, so, you know, you, you might be thinking you're going to devote your life to whatever craft or practice it is. Uh, that you're trying to pursue. But when you're a business owner, the truth is, I mean, you're spending at least half of your time, if not more, on all of the administrative tasks uh, that keep the business going. Absolutely. And and we like to talk about the gritty part. What's the what's the grittiest part of the of the startup process? 
Yeah. So, I mean, I think, you know, getting all of the paperwork needed, it probably is the, is the grittiest part um, because, you know, there's a lot of important decisions that you need to make at the very beginning uh, that could set you up for success um, or, or otherwise. Uh, as I mentioned, picking the right legal entity is incredibly important. And there are key differences between an LLC, an LLC with an S corp uh, election, a corporation, um, and and these are all things that are not necessarily obvious. Um, and even if you have the information and someone gives you advice, you still might not know unless you have this long-term outlook for what you want to do with your business as to which entity is uh, is right for you. Um, and you know, go on down the line, going to to pick insurances, right? A general liability insurance you definitely want to have to protect uh, your business operations. Workers' compensation to protect injuries for your employees. Commercial property insurance. I think some people overlook, especially if you own a building or even if you own personal property, you're going to want that insured in case it's damaged. So, I mean, there's there's just so many gritty details. But the truth is, if you are motivated and excited about running a business, these are the things that you will enjoy the most. Because like I said, overcoming these little obstacles along the way so that you can implement your vision for what you want, that's the real rewarding part. Absolutely. Well, um, it's been great to chat with you and learn more about you and, and your firm. I wanted to congratulate you on all the success you've had so far and encourage you to keep up the great work. And again, I appreciate your time. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Yeah, I, last thing I would say that anybody that's that's serious about starting a business, you know, you really want to make sure you have a great uh, uh, advisory team, and that is a CPA and a business lawyer. Uh, doing those two things from the outset, it can be costly, but it's going to save you so much money and, uh, more importantly, headaches in the long run. So, uh, always happy to, to talk about my experiences and and help any listeners that are interested uh, in getting some more information. Uh, but do talk to somebody because uh, you, you can't do all of this on your own. That is the truth. Well, thanks again, Omar. I'll be sure to include a link in the description of this podcast episode so you can connect with Omar and his team should you have any uh, needs pertaining to what we talked about here on the uh, podcast or any legal needs in general. So thanks again for your time, Omar, and uh, keep rocking and rolling. All right. Thanks a lot. You too. Appreciate it. You got it. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. into your local Safeway for great spring savings throughout the store. This week at Safeway, get yellow peaches or nectarines for the member price of $1.88 per pound. Also this week at Safeway, value packs of Signature Farms chicken drumsticks, thighs, leg quarters, or picnic packs are buy one, get one free. Plus, get value packs of USDA choice boneless beef top sirloin steak for the member price of $4.99 per pound. Visit Safeway.com, download the Safeway for you app, or head in store to find more great deals at Safeway.